podcast where we review things from high school. Today we are talking about TV show. This is one of your alien hosts, the Commander Jolly. And with me today is my uh, assistant communication log. Yeah, the guy with the guy with the <laughs> communicator in his head. Harry. Andrew French. Andrew French. <laughs> That's right. It's me, Andrew French. Uh, real quick question, because we're going to talk about these two episodes. When you watched the last episode, did you get an intro from French Stewart? No. Okay. Then I what? Did. Yeah. Both. So I watched like a recap. Not a recap, but it was like. So I don't know how these were presented, but I watched it on Peacock. Okay, I watched it on Prime. And the last two episodes had French Stewart saying, "Hey, it's me, French Stewart," and. <laughs> He's like giving us basically like a so when the show aired, this is how it this is how it was presented. And I'm I'm curious now because I wonder if you and I got like different versions of the finale because Uh-oh. he presents it as like this is the final finale of Third Rock from the Sun. I think like the same episode aired, but I wonder because he says something about like the ending being changed a little bit. Oh, so I'm a little curious. We'll get to it when we talk about the finale. But yeah, I got like a full French Stewart like. Hey, it's me. I'm not Harry, but it's me, French Stewart. You know. Like. But is it? Do you think it was recorded recently? I think it was recorded a year later because he said, oh, okay. um, "Last May, we said goodbye to these characters." Oh, and here is, I think, like maybe the like. Maybe Peacock has the like DVD. It version. must be. <laughs> it must be because it was like <laughs> the sort of, like this is how the ending was like intended to be or something like that. It was oh. very very strange, but. It was like f- French French Stewart's cut yeah. to the episode. Yeah, maybe they all have a different cut. Maybe Kristen Aww. Johnson has her own cut. John Lithgow, and like Netflix and Hulu yeah. all share each yes. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Cutie Pie gets his own. Oh, Cutie Pie! Cutie Pie. For those of you that don't know, Cutie Pie is JGL. JGL. Jordan Levitt. Hit record. Baby show. little we. He's JGL. such a little baby JGL in the pilot. Yes. So we're talking about Third Rock from the Sun. In case you can't tell from the episode title, mm-hmm. uh, Third Rock from the Sun was Which a, is Earth. Which is just Earth, as turns it turns out. out. Yeah. Sitcom from the mid-90s mm-hmm. to the early 2000s, starring John Lithgow. Six Lith- seasons. Six seasons. John Lithgow, Kristen Johnson. The King. John Lithgow, <laughs> the King. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And the Cutie. French Stewart are the main the four. The yeah. Wait, does that, make, does that make Kristen the ugly? No. No. Definitely no. not. The coolest. The coolest. So those are the main four. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously other people kind of jump in and out of the cast. Wayne Knight, mm-hmm. Newman from previous episodes, Seinfeld, <laughs> makes his way to the, to the at least like the later seasons of the show. I don't remember when he comes in. Yeah, he's probably in like at least half the seasons, yeah. I feel like. But he is Sally's cop boyfriend mm-hmm. who she's super enamored with even though he is like a lovable loser mm-hmm. in the show he's totally different from newman yes he's like a, uh or like he's like a, a sweet like wimpy yeah. kind of like uh afraid kind of afraid of her yes. half of the time yeah. but like in love with her at the same time yep. officer don mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh do you want to give us kind of a premise about the show for those of us that maybe have never watched it. So they are four aliens who come to earth to observe the human race Mm -hmm. and report back to their home planet headed by the big giant head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
It is a, I mean, it's it's very much like a fish out of water yes. sitcom because John Lithgow plays the main character. He's Dick. Mm-hmm. And he is an egomaniac. <laughs> like the, the great thing about this show is John Lithgow. Has is, full control. He is out of his mind <laughs> yeah. in this show. And it is, he is at the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. He is off the rails. He's so funny. So funny. And this is this, he can only do it in a show like this where he is allowed to be as like fucking weird as he wants to be. Oh, for sure. And he's so weird in this show. And he will push throughout the show. They will push those limits where they can. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. So he's the commander. Mm hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is technically the oldest, but he is in the youngest body. Right. He's in a 12-year-old body when they arrive. Yeah. Uh, Harry is the communication device. He's the reason that they're able to talk to their home planet. Mm -hmm. And then Sally is the security officer. Right. She's an arms and forces specialist or whatever. So they're basically... In the pilot, they refer to her as an alien with he pronouns a few times. I think that dissipates later on because she and they there's a whole joke in the pilot about her being the only one that ends up in a woman's body and the joke is that because she lost <laughs> patriarchy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did laugh though. Like it's absurd. The um, joke, yeah, isn't intentionally like mm-hmm. we're we're presenting pointing out that women have it harder than men. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, so I think maybe just the pilot they refer to. I don't know if that lasts very long where they will sometimes slip up into talking to her about her with he, him pronouns uh, or call or call her like, yeah, man, or something like that. Uh, But I think after probably by even like halfway through the first season that disappears. Well, they mostly just refer to her as lieutenant. Right. That's true. Like, unless they're in a, you know, formal setting or like, you know, Sally, people yeah. will call her Sally. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. So in the pilot, we basically, we start off where we end up at the end of the show, which is they're in a parking lot in a car and they are sort of like giving exposition about why they've come to earth to observe mm-hmm. humans and all that stuff. And so Dick is a, he's hired onto a university to be a teacher mm-hmm. where we meet Mary and Nina. Nina Mary is his Albright. assistant. Mary Nina Albright. is probably my favorite person. She can get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's a professor there. And Tommy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is mm-hmm. like a, he, he's like, he is such a baby <laughs> at this point. Like he looks like he's genuinely like 10 mm-hmm. in this pilot. He's probably 15 or something yeah something like that but he's so young he's so cute um with his little like 90s uh like henson brothers haircut oh so cute not like not that i would not that i'm like a huge fan of like that haircut it's just it's just so reminiscent yes (laughs) so he's uh, you would think he's probably going to go to school Mm -hmm. sally is security officer she's basically there to ruin dick's fun (laughs) And then Harry is just—he's French Stewart, so he's weird. Yes, that's he's, yeah, that's it. This is the role of this is the role of his lifetime. Yeah, where he's he's the slapst. Well, there's a lot of slapstick being done by John John Lethgow yeah. later on in the show, but I think they specifically hired French Stewart and wrote that character to be the the comic relief within the yes. the rom the the sitcom. Yeah, where he's always the one like 
putting his finger up his nose What's or this whatever. What is yeah. it? You know, what is it? Yeah. He also is the best dressed. Yes. The entire show. He's got like a faux fur coat or something that he his wears all orange. the time. Yeah. Iconic. In the, in the in the you know hi I'm French Stewart thing, it's like on a coat rack like behind him. So it it's is. Like, it's very much like. I know what y'all want to see. That's amazing. I was going to yeah, ask you if coat. he's wearing the coat. He has it behind it's like, him. It's, yeah, it's like, we didn't forget about you. Yeah, just so you know, we love the coat too. Of course, it's going to be in frame. That coat is probably like, in like a major... <laughs> in the Hall of Fame of coats. Yeah, the Coat Hall of Fame. It's right up there with Don Draper's jacket or something. <laughs> Or like Corilla Deville's coat yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> um Pop Culture's greatest coats. And uh Bruce Willis's trench coat from Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. All of those are yeah, there. All of those. Um Yeah, he's best dressed, but there's not much about that character besides being Weird. Weird. And I, they're all supposed to be weird yeah. because they're aliens, but he's the the weirdest. Yeah, him and John Lithgow. Because John Lithgow mm-hmm. is, like we said, he's at the height of his powers. He gets to act unhinged on this show. And like in in the pilot as well. Like yeah. they, they start strong. And he's like that for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like he's always this sort a of lunatic. like <laughs> Mary. You know, like he's he is a lunatic. Like he's everything <laughs> is a shock to him. Yeah. And John Lithgow, such a great actor. Ugh. He's so talented. And I feel like this was for him, this must have been like a dream role because he mm-hmm. gets to do he gets to do comedy, which he's great at. Mm-hmm. He gets to just like let loose at all times. Yeah. Like there's no point where it's like, hey, John, do you think you could like tone it down a notch? He's just at a 10 <laughs> yeah. for the, the entirety of the show. Yeah. He's very intense and... Like in people's faces, his scenes with Mary Albright yeah. are phenomenal. There's she enough, is such a good pair. Jane Curtin, yeah, to is, match his energy, yeah. L- especially later on in the show when they start dating, yeah, and they have like, well, you kind of see it. You see it in the uh, in the pilot, yeah, which I forgot that it's like that you see that so fast they, because they, they kiss in the first episode yeah. yeah they don't officially date for another while there is yeah. like a will they won't they situation with them mm-hmm. for a while but um they both you you get from the get-go uh, literally like at the pilot that they're both freaks yes like <laughs> mary is kind of a freak yeah because she like really gets into how weird he is and and it's like I hadn't seen the pilot in a while, but it's such an intense pilot. Like, they they it like is make all out, over the place. They make out in the bathroom. They hit each other yeah. over and over again. <laughs> it also jumps at a lot because like the first shot of the pilot is literally them like they ha- they l- have landed. just landed into this car, and they're like checking their bodies if they have all their toes and and fingers and whatever, and then they like jumps to them finding an apartment yeah and then then it jumps into two weeks later and uh it's the end it's supposed to be the end of the mission because it's supposed to be a temporary mission and um good thing john already has a job and like all of that stuff good thing whatever happened happened because it'd be a very short short show yeah if they went home in the pilot that's it yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but it, it it's funny because also it's the time like in the 90s where they would make a pilot you know in springtime and mm-hmm. then hope that it gets picked up yeah and then the rest of the show is made yeah and so the idea that they like taped that edited that whole pilot together mm-hmm. put it together then sent it to producers or whatever and be like do you want to buy this it's it's quite the pilot to it like is quite the pilot it is a very for the 90s when like this is the height of friends and mm-hmm. seinfeld this is such a weird sitcom <laughs> i think like that's the thing i was stuck with the most when i was watching the pilot it was like this got greenlit at the exact same time that like sitcoms like will and grace is probably on the right air. or about like friends and you know quote unquote Hollywood's version of like real life yeah. people. And then this one is like it's aliens, but it's not sci fi. No. <laughs> it's it is not science fiction whatsoever. <laughs> and it is it's just like it's a very heightened reality. Like mm-hmm. this is not none of this is grounded in reality. In mm-hmm. the way that like the friends just go get some coffee or, you know, like mm-hmm. Seinfeld, you know, drives a cab for an episode or something. <laughs> it's so much like the the base of the show is so much how much of a lunatic John Lithgow is being, <laughs> how weird French Stewart is, you know, like, and you know, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets progressively more handsome because he's getting older. And by the end of the, like last episode, he's a hunk. And he has 100 perfect genes. Yes. So, you know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the show is and like all the side, all the side characters are also maniacs. Mm-hmm. Like Mrs. Y- yep. Check or something. They're dupe check. Their landlord amazing. is great. She's so good, but like she's also a lunatic. The the pilot scene where she's having them walk through the apartment, she's smoking a cigarette yes. while showing them into the apartment, which is a time capsule on its own. And then French Stewart touches her coat and is like, "Ooh, what fabric is that?" Uh-huh. And they have none of them understand social anything. Yeah, and including like the american bubble and and just like oh, social a, distance there's a very <laughs> weird scene in dick's office where he smells nina oh and basically God. sticks his nose in her butt yeah sexual harasses her, harasses and her she at just, work and she just goes i hope that's not what i think it is or something like <laughs> I that. i hope that's your nose yeah <laughs> and he and he's just like because he's an alien he is not aware that he's sexually harassing her mm-hmm. doesn't make it any less inappropriate right right but it is like she sort of takes it in stride in a very weird way. Yeah. That's I feel like that's the nineties right there. Yeah. Of just like moving moving along. Right. But the the scene with, with Mrs. Dupchek where they're and then the three of them end up like grabbing her, her coat and yeah. sniffing her and touching it and just like rubbing all over her and all she says is you're not from here, are you? Yeah. Like, it's just such a perfect delivery. And I, she has so many of those throughout the show. She's like a little pearl in there. Yes. That, like, every time she shows up on screen, you're like, you know you're going to get a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, there's a character named Vicky that French Stewart's character kind of ends up with a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's also a maniac. Like She's Mrs. Dubchek's daughter. Daughter, yes. Yeah. And, you know, like, even uh, Dawn... Mm-hmm. Is it li- like he's weird? Mm-hmm. Like you know the the way that him and and Sally interact. The whole hello Sally, <laughs> hi Don. You know like they they do that so much where he kind of turns away from her a lot, <laughs> and like so you kind of see the shot where it's like they're both facing camera, but she's like over his shoulder, mm-hmm. and so like it's a very like it seems almost like a like a soap opera. Yeah, thing. yeah. Hello exactly. Sally, 
Hi, Don. Like create this drama, yes. but then it like moves on to a regular scene where they yeah. talk about whatever yeah. the adventure is this episode. Yeah. But you're right, and the I wonder if they did a lot of that. I feel like specifically with the, that couple, yeah, because the the actress Kristen, I think it's Kristen Johnson, but yeah, I could be wrong. She is so tall. She's, she's like humongous. model tall. Yes. She's a very like slender but like big female. Yes. Um, and works because her character is very, you know, she's the arms commander. So she's kind of like this, you know, the 90s tomboy-y. Like she, she like will shove people and, and, and she's very like confrontational and like things like that. And, and because she's also not a human woman. Right. Like John, her John's personality is not. Johnston. Kristen Johnston. Johnston. My bad. Um. But I think because there's so much physicality about her and then the fact that they cast uh, the Don, who's also like, he's like the opposite of her. He's He's short and chubby and like she's all, she's like a giant stick and he's just like a little ball. And Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of use that a lot as like the humorous part of this coupling is that he's a cop that's a wimp. And she's a, a gorgeous model that's like a hardcore army yeah. person. And they, they kind of like, it's like opposite attract situation. Mm-hmm. And like, and that, that chemistry works. It's just like so funny on yeah. screen. They're very fun together. Mm-hmm. The, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I almost asked us to watch a different episode. Cause we usually, you know, do first and last. And I was like, there is one episode that is my f- like an episode that stands out to me so much. And it's the episode where Dick thinks he's gaining a little weight. Mm. And so he ends up joining a, you know, weight loss support group called fat losers. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Which is like supposed to be people who are losing weight. Mm-hmm. Not that they would be fat losers, but I just love the name fat losers. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene where I think Nina even notices he's maybe put on a little bit of weight, mm-hmm. but it's cause he's like, eating an entire bag of chips. He turns the bag inside out, starts to lick, lick the, the bag. And then he's like, he's sitting at his desk and he starts to feel like he's getting fatter by the second. And so he starts to like lean back in his chair to like simulate that his stomach is expanding. <laughs> and it's just this scene of him going, Oh, it's <laughs> like, and you know, there's the whole, like one of the most famous lines I think from the show is him looking in the mirror and go, my God, I'm and he's like he's kind of in denial that he's gaining some weight Mm -hmm. and then nina like hands him a mirror and he goes oh my god i'm huge (laughs) and so he goes to the fat losers and mary is also a member of fat losers unbeknownst to him so he's like in the meeting and mary gets up she's hi i'm mary albright and you know this 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 and he's just he's in the same row and he just you know, does this cartoonish double take. <laughs> Mary, you're a fat loser too. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that sort of stuff is what t- makes this show to me is just John Lithgow's yeah, ability to be. I don't think be. the show would have been as successful if no. it was anybody else. Yeah. And I think, and maybe some people feel some of like French Stewart and yeah. things like that. Like, I think they, I, I like part of me is like, who did they, they, they was this written with nobody in mind because it's so dependent on their like delivery yeah. I, and to like, really land those jokes in that like atmosphere 
Lithgow to this point was like not a comedic actor no. primarily. I'm sure he'd d- done some comedy stuff, mm-hmm. but like it almost feels like this show would not have happened if it wasn't for John Lithgow. Right. And I wonder like if they wrote it with him in mind and if that's the case, who did that? Because whoever that is, is a genius. fucking genius. <laughs> because to like think of, you know, the bad guy from Cliffhanger or something, you know, mm-hmm. like, or the guy who was like the, you know, the crazy guy in, in, um, Oh boy, what is D D D D D D D D D D D D Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone, yeah. yeah. The like, you know, on the plane guy. Mm-hmm. When the gremlins out there. Like, whoever thought like this guy needs to have his own sitcom where he's unhinged. Yeah. Is, you know, just a brilliant person, but there's parts that did um I don't know if you got any of that, but like rewatching John Lithgow in this show kind of made me think of um uh brian cranston's like oh and malcolm in the middle malcolm in the middle yeah. like that kind of trajectory of of like career where yeah. they, they were on a sitcom for so long as the like like you said just like off the hinges like lunatic crazy every episode is yeah. a new obsession of whatever yeah. and pushing those limits and always like and a lot of physical humor as well because Hal is in his whitey tighties like yeah. half of the episodes somehow mm-hmm. like and and the fact that they also have done very serious roles mm-hmm. in very different things like I don't know like I didn't I never like put those two like actors together until I rewatched them this morning yeah. when I was like oh this is giving me like Hal from Malcolm in the Middle vibes a yeah. little bit just because they're kind of a iconic like they're a forgotten icon I feel Mm -hmm. like of TV like both of them because that like nobody else could do the thing they do that's yeah in those shows that's exactly right there's not a if if Third Rock from the Sun was starring like Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. it's not the same show no like you know it would have been a different show and he probably would have done a good job but but it'd be so different and even like I guess like the analogy would be like Mork and Mindy where mm-hmm. like Robin Williams was an alien. And even that, like he brings a different kind of lunatic energy to the alien role. Right. This sort of show, it doesn't work. Like maybe French Stewart, you know, like somebody could like kind of do a facsimile of that. I mean, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is fine in the role. Like he's cute. I think <laughs> they could have probably gotten another cute yeah. boy and it'd it be was, fine it was not hinged on him no and i think like sally or uh Kristen johnston was probably the best choice for that role mm-hmm. because you're right like the subversion of like this tall beautiful woman being mm-hmm. like the badass mm-hmm. like not just like oh she can fight like she like is like a murderer probably <laughs> like an intergalactic murderer yeah. or something like that sort of subversion is re- is very funny mm-hmm. but i think the whole thing hinges on john lithgow yes I agree. Um, so did you watch both parts of the finale or just the part two? Just the part two. Okay. I, um, Brian had rewatched the whole series during either during pandemic or right before. Okay. No, it was during pandemic. Uh-huh. And so a lot of this I've, You're I haven't religiously with. watched every single episode recently, Yeah, but I've, I've consumed enough that I didn't feel like I needed to watch the two yeah. parts. Um, did you watch the two parts? I did. It's very strange. Part one, Tommy is not present at all. 
He oh, doesn't even. He d- I think a lot of the last season, he's yeah, he doesn't show up as much because he's supposed to be in college or I something. I guess so. And even like when he does show up in part two, it does sort of feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is under the impression that like his career is about to take off, and this show is beneath him a little bit. And like I was yeah. like, oh, this is kind of sad, but also like I get it. Mm-hmm. Like he is he's about to hit like hunk, which status. is funny because he he took he. He stopped being on screen right after the end of the show. Yeah. I remember reading that about him and like finished college before going back into okay. doing stuff. But I wouldn't be surprised if I do agree with like the the aura he's putting out the energy, on the last yeah. episode is very like, oh, I know what I'm about. Yeah, I guess I got to finish this in order <laughs> to do the next thing I'm about to do, which yeah. is take off into the stratosphere. It doesn't help that the the his piece of that episode is him pretending like he's so over this mission and he really wants to go home when turns out he's really upset that they're leaving. Um, So maybe like the the sort of blase-ness is also a part of whatever he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. 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 Um, So Dick admits to Mary that they're aliens. If you had made me guess when she found out, I would have guessed you would have found out way earlier than the finale. Right. And so he tells her, we're aliens, you know, like she's at first she thinks he's a serial killer because she saw him turn a person into uh, like a pig or something. Was that? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Vaguely familiar. Yeah. But he so he he had turned this other this other alien into something else and she saw it happen. Mm. And so she thinks he's living a double life. <laughs> Like, I think it must just be that she is trying to, like, make sense of it. And so, like... Right, in, like, earthly realm terms, yeah. And so he tells her that he's an alien. She's surprisingly into it. (laughs) Okay, so that's funny because I forgot... I did forget how she finds out that they're all aliens. And in the second parter, she already knows. And they're, like, at a movie theater or something. And... um. He, at that point, he's trying to convince her to come with them. Yeah, and and I and I was like, wait, so she knows, and she looked so like into it that I was like, oh, she must have known like a season and a half ago. She even and it's so funny that you're like, no, yeah. they literally just tell her the episode before. Yeah, and so they also find out through Harry that they're being recalled back to their home planet. The mm-hmm. mission is over, and so they're all kind of making their like goodbyes, like you know. Sally wants to say goodbye to Dawn. Harry is on a date with two women and wants to like mm. wrap that up. That might've been in part one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Tommy is sort of like having like a crisis of like, I don't want to actually leave. And so they have this like big party that's alien themed. Mm-hmm. We meet, a, I guess, Dick's adversary. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I think that shows up at some point. He works at the school yeah. because it, I think they ended up creating that character shortly after he starts dating Mary yeah. because a lot of the first few seasons, the dilemmas and the like sort of the drama created yeah. at work for, for Dick is it's with Mary. Mary. And, and so once they, they date, there's still the banter, but right. it's not like conflict. They're not, they're not adversaries to each other. Right. Yeah. So then they introduce this other professor that they're like arch nemesis at yes. the school or whatever. And they're awful to each other, but somehow he's in, he invites him to the party. To the party. <laughs> He plays a prank. Tells him the wrong theme. He shows up, I forget, in the garb, but like everybody's like, 
l- like Louis the Fourteenth, yeah. like whatever French or aristocrats, yeah. and so he shows up with like the makeup and the wig and like all of the thing. Yeah. So Dick convinces Mary to go with him to their home planet. Mm-hmm. Then at the very end, she decides not to. Right. He erases her memory, but leaves the lingering thought that she was in love mm. with him. So this is how the episode ends for me. And you can tell me if this was different for you. Mm-hmm. They're in the car. Mary says, I can't, I can't go. He goes, okay, karate chops her. She gets amnesia. Mm-hmm. Then they get teleported out. He leaves the keys of, for the car with her. She wakes up and she doesn't remember anything, mm-hmm. but she takes the keys. She gets into the car and then suddenly a naked dick teleports back into the car and says, I can't live without you, Mary. Alien abduction. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not yeah. part of I what assume I've that was watched. What they, I assume that's what they added on because I think it's probably just that they teleport away and then she gets in the car and leaves. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I think she just. Yeah, exactly. She gets in the car. I don't even know if you see the car move at yeah. all. I can't remember. Nope. Naked Dick shows up. Naked John Lithgow is in the car and says, I can't live without you and abducts her. That's hilarious. Yeah. It kind of sounds vaguely familiar. So I wonder if at some point I've seen that scene, but yeah. definitely not today. So I must have watched it at some point on a different platform or yeah. something. Or maybe I just have a recollection of watching it when I was a kid or something yeah. like that. That is such a <laughs> weird way to end six years right. of work. Yeah. Like, because then you kind of want to see mary on their planet right and and then it makes you think like did they think they were gonna have another season because the way it ends the way i saw it yeah it is very clear they were like we are wrapping this up yes. and we knew this was coming we yeah. are deciding to to end at the end of season six or whatever and so having that extra tidbit makes it sound like or maybe there will be a seven yeah like six seasons and a movie <laughs> oh my gosh if they ever do like a a reunion That'd be fun. Movie of all of them and Mary is in space. That'd be really fun. I would go to the theaters for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. GGL all, all in his hunkiness. I bet they'd all do it too. I would I would think so too. I don't I saw like a weird I don't remember if it was like one of those like Jimmy Kimmel on the street uh-huh. episodes. You know what I mean by yeah. on the street, right? Or <laughs> I don't know what those are called. The or or it was like um uh oh what's his name billy on the street oh, billy billy eichner <laughs> billy, billy eichner billy on the street street. On the street 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 i think it might have been a bill on the street because there's a there's uh sometimes late in the later seasons yeah. they're on netflix he has famous people on yeah. them and i think he had an episode with her uh Kristen johnson yeah Johnston? yeah yeah and I hadn't. I have not seen her in anything. That's besides what I was just gonna this. say. She's maybe the the person I'm the least familiar with her current work. Yeah, and so and I remember seeing the the Billy Eichner episode, and I was like, "Oh, she's still in Hollywood." Uh-huh. Like I'm, I haven't thought about her or like looked her up or anything. And I was, I just, I guess my mind just like assumed maybe she stopped or hasn't sure. gotten a big enough role to be something yeah. uh, in something or something like that. And, um, and she hadn't changed much. Like, I believe it. Because it, it, it was, a, you know, there's a huge gap because this show yeah. ends in 2001 
And Billy Eichner is like very current. Like right. it was maybe a 2018 episode or yeah. something, but that's like almost 20 years later. And she was very the same. And I was like, wow, this is so strange. Yeah. Like I, but yeah, I would watch the shit out of that yeah. or reboot. There was a, or a, a reunion, whatever. Speaking of a current thing with one of these actors, there was a, I've maybe recalled this story to you before, but um, there was a Conan, not Conan, a Stephen Colbert segment called the Atone Phone, mm. where like people would call to apologize to him if they've wronged him. <laughs> to Conan? Uh, to Colbert. Oh, on okay. the Colbert Report. And so he had the Atone Phone, but in order to, 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 and this is part of the bit, to afford the Atone Phone, he had to share the line with um, a couple different phone lines. One of them was one eight hundred oops Jew, <laughs> and then, or I think it that was that was the number because it was like Jewish people apologizing to Stephen Colbert. <laughs> but he had to share it with other people, and one of the lines was one eight hundred Norse les, which was like a Norwegian lesbian sex line. <laughs> and so he's like talking about that, and then the phone rings, and he picks it up, and it's John Lithgow. <gasps> and he's like, John, you know, like, are you apologizing to me? He goes, Oh, I was calling for a. Uh, Norse Les or you know something he's like or like you know basically the insinuation was he had called for that but he mm-hmm. was trying to play it off like he was there to talk to Steven uh-huh. and so as as John Lithgow as John Lithgow yeah. and he so Steven's like going on some rant about something and he's like so uh, John what do you want to say about you know apologizing because oh I don't care <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I'm very much here for the the lesbian he's just like is this 1-800 Norse Les or something but it's just like he's just so fun he's so fun he's yeah i um i don't remember the last time i've seen something with john lithgow that's like more current yeah um he was on that season of dexter yes as a bad dude a very creepy yeah. it was very Real different baddie. Real yeah baddie. It, which it, back to the whole brian cranston thing i'm re-watching breaking bad now yeah. and he's major bad dude in that of yeah. course and 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 you and I have talked about Michael in the middle, and I just feel like the the range on yes. both these men yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 mind blowing. Yeah. Um, did you watch the show while it aired? Yes. It's not a TGIF, is it? No, I think okay. it was. What network did it air on? Maybe Fox. Oh, maybe. I don't remember, but yeah, I did watch it when it aired for mm-hmm. sure. It was. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Which production NBC. daddy was it? NBC? NBC. Mm. Mm. Um, do you remember watching the whole thing? Like even the finale? I think it may have been one of those shows that I was sort of falling off with towards the end. So yeah. I don't think I'd even seen the finale before. Okay. I watched it this time. But yeah. Have you rewatched it in between? Not all the way through. I may watch it all the way through this time. I was thinking I think like you should. watching it this time. I was like, I have such fond memories of some of these like middle season episodes. Mm-hmm. I think rewatching them would be a real treat. Yeah, I think um, I think you would have a lot of fun because I ended up catching the ones that Brian had watched. Um, and there's like, I will say like, I'm uh, also rewatching Sister Sister, right? Um, yeah. Since we did the episode, and I mentioned that in that episode that the the i'm seeing a trend in sitcom yeah. with young boys <laughs> that are given the dis- the most disgusting lines they're allowed you to be could horny. put yeah. yeah 
and they're celebrate like it's yeah. part of the fun of the writing of the show Tommy's is hella how horny Joseph that first episode is he's intense. so horny he's like talking about going to the girls volleyball practice and like seeing them jump up and down mm-hmm. he like congratulates one of them on being able to jump up and down they even like later on there's a whole scene of the three of them at home with Sally yeah like being like okay uh, commander like move your or boobs lieutenant, lieutenant, yeah. yeah like jiggle your boobs and she's like refusing it because she's like this is weird like there's a the whole thing about like well what about our work relationship yeah. and they're like oh I'll be fine and they're all like horn dogs because they're in human bodies right now? i um i think i probably caught some of that when i watched the episodes with brian but now that i'm also watching sister sister i'm like oh wow the 90s really had a thing for that yes like objectifying women as like a joke yeah and objectifying little boys as well as like just this this whole like obscene thing of like they can be rambunctious horn dogs because they're cute little kids yeah and also like I don't know. I've been thinking about it also in terms of like that's also sexualizing that tra- the b- the yes. boy. Yeah. Like the little boy being twelve can't just be a little boy. The, he has to be like a hormone. Yes. A hormonal gross like predator, yes. and it like creeps me out yeah. because I'm like, well, but in all these sitcoms, they're still lovable. So are we? So basically, like I don't know. It was just like okay, so we're celebrating that they are horn dogs and yeah. like it becomes like a a fun attribute about these boys yeah. and anyway it's just like i obviously am a huge fan of ggl so it, i don't think it has anything to do sure. with them like yeah. i think it is w- the adults writing the show yeah, at the yeah, time yeah. but um anyway i just like realized that like after we just covered sister sister with with roger yeah and then and now um this one i'm like oh god the 90s I, I hope we don't do that as much these days. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, but it, it and I think we wouldn't be doing it if we were to not do it. It would be more about like, well, we don't want the girls to be sexual or like the women to be. Yeah. Which I agree. Like we don't want to sexualize women, but not so like, I feel like the incentive is not so much like we would still, there's still the humor of like having young children say horrible things yeah. To, yeah. to adults or something. And so anyway, I, that is like the part that I think about the pilot that like give me the most EGBGs. I agree. But I don't think it I mean, I think um the character of JGL continues to be like really into girls. Yeah. Like that's one of the main traits. And then randomly they'll play on the joke that he's actually an old man. Yeah. Like randomly he'll just get really grumpy or 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 just like not want to do something or whatever but i feel like a lot of the there's not much happening with him besides just chasing girls at school yeah a lot um versus like sally and and even harry Mm. have their own little world of adventures sometimes um so that was like the part that i i think was didn't remember as well I think, yeah. when I rewatched it. But I think you'll have your, a lot of fun if you end up rewatching the whole thing. I think I will. I think I will. Um, out of five of Harry's fur coats, <sighs> what would you give Third Rock from the Sun? I would give Third Rock from the Sun. I'm going to give it a five out of five yeah. coats. I, I don't think, besides the like 90s shit yeah. aspect of it, I think um, 
if you keep the show made at the same time, there's nothing they could have done differently. Yeah. To make the show Im- better or improved or slightly tweaked. It it's it's a product of its time, yeah. but in all the best ways, I think. And because it is such a heightened like the the fact that the characters are so ridiculous. Yes. You're right. Like I think it, if it were made today, it would probably look different, but like you wouldn't have to change much about it. I, yeah, I think it, if it was made today, it would be really hard to do the premise of the aliens on Earth without having any kind of CGI. Yeah. Like, I think even now they would have some kind of, like, a teleportation device or not. It would it would still, it could still be a sitcom, but somehow I feel like right now it would be because most of the show doesn't have anything. No. And if they do have some things that are it's alien really technology, yeah, yeah, it's like... It's real props. They look like toys. There's a, like, the way they communicate with their, is like just French Stewart being a weirdo of like Incoming having a seizure. From like, the big giant head. Yeah. Yeah. They don't use, you need, rarely see like a, a weapon or any, there's very few props that are like alien things and they never use CGI for anything. Um, and I, I think, I, I have a hard time thinking that the, a sitcom that would be written now would be able to do the same. I mean, it is like part of it is that like comedy now, and I hate to be like, I, and I'm not, I don't feel this way. And I hate to even sound like old man yelling at a cloud. So much comedy now is dripping with irony. Oh yeah. That'd be hard to have four main characters who are all in earnest, just stupid. Goofy. Goofy and stupid. Yeah, I can't think of a show right now that's like a whole bunch of goofy people. Right. It's, it, it has to have, you're right, it has to have a, a fair amount of cynicism or yeah. a fair amount of irony or, or yeah. Or you have, it's like all irony and then one goof. Yeah. Um, Like a Parks and Rec or something yeah. like that. But yeah. you're right, I. it's kind of, it's very, that 90s sitcom style yeah. is, we are not living in that world anymore. Yeah. Um, I think I'd give it probably also four and a half or five out of five. Like it's just, it's, it is just the right amount of absurdity. And again, John Lithgow is just so fun Mm -hmm. in it. He's such a gem. Mm -hmm. And, but that does bring me to what I wanted to talk to you about for the, (gasps) let me load up this program so I can play a song. Here comes the song. I shouldn't have closed this earlier. (laughs) The tension is rising. Nobody knows what's about People to come. can feel the anticipation for Fernando. Fernando, Fernando, Fernando. Fernando, do, 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 do. It is the surprise prize. Liza. <gasps> Hit me. You kind of brought it up earlier with Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. So this is, this was, I believe my first introduction to John Lithgow was watching this show. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that he was not a comedy actor. Same. And so I, like when I first saw the show, I was just like, oh, he's funny. He must be always funny. Yeah. Turns out he's primarily a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Are there, other than John Lithgow and Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. is there anybody who you saw as a kid and just figured 
that they they were either comedy or something like you didn't realize that they had the range a that pa- they did. Or, like in terms of like they were originally known for something yes. different. Oh, that's a good question. I think there's probably quite a bit of them because yeah. um I'm so youthful oh that my gosh. Uh, You're radiating I've missed things. <laughs> um, I think there's probably. I, I want to name Robin Williams because, yeah. like, I think obviously he's. I mean, he started on stage, so yeah. he did. He was known as someone funny, maybe on the get go. But I think my first interaction with him was a goofball and so i think it took me a while to like go back to previous you know before mrs doubtfire yeah and like some of those are quite dramatic Mm -hmm. um and so i want to put him on that list of someone that did have quite a bit of range and and was known for maybe more than one thing and and so realizing that late right like you grew up as a child with like oh no they're only a goofy yeah. dude and then later on you're like wait no they're known for all these other things yeah. whoa do you have another one that you can think of leslie nielsen is one that comes to mind he was the actor in the like naked gun movies oh yeah and i just thought because like growing up i would see the, the naked gun movies and like i was just like oh he's a comedy guy and he like showed up in like the wwf weirdly one time and was like mm. doing comedy stuff and but like to find out that he was primarily like a drama actor and like a like played like real big pieces of shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. a lot of times and i was just like oh i had no idea cuz he's so stupid and lovable in the naked gun movies i was just like this must be what he did for like 100 years cuz like by the time i saw him he was like gray and pretty old mm-hmm. and so i just figured he was always in doing comedy but then like to find out that that was actually like a late turn for him and he just was like naturally very good at it I was pretty surprised. Yeah, I was also trying to think. I'm sure there's another actor that's also known for like the opposite, where like maybe like they. I for the longest time thought of them as like a dramatic movie actor, yeah. and turns out they started on a goofy sitcom or like something like that. Because mm-hmm. like I remember, this is not the case for this 100 percent, but like for example like a jim carrey yeah like for me i'm the generation that like my first interaction with jim carrey is movies yeah it's uh, you know ace ventura and the mask and whatnot and it took me a long time to realize that he's he's got his start on living color you know like which is very different as james carrey Right, right, yeah. yeah. Like, I at some point he made that switch yeah. of name. Maybe there was another James Carey. It was out there, in. I like mean, it was in in Living Color. Like he went for like the early seasons. He's James Carey, and then eventually he becomes Jim Carey. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I was just trying to think of like someone that maybe like I also grew up thinking of a. Oh, I, I actually would put Tom Hanks in that bubble. Oh, yeah. I only found out about. Tom Hanks, like, early comedic yeah. stuff, like, five years ago. Uh-huh. Like, and, you know, Tom Hanks is everybody's American dad, right? Yes. Like, he is in a huge blockbuster movie every year since mm-hmm. late 80s. Yeah. Um, and, of course, like, for me, I, like, I'm, what I'm thinking of, like, most of what I've consumed with him has been um, some 
maybe not drama, like maybe something with more lightheartedness to it, yeah. but not a comedy, mm-hmm. like not a full on, like this is made for laughs. But then I watched, um, is it the suburbs? The burbs. The, the burbs. Yeah. I'm like still with the series. I'm like, yeah. it's a comedy, but I'm just going to go with the most straightforward. <laughs> um, and that's a really weird, dark. It is. Made for a laugh. Like yeah. he is supposed to be a funny person in that. And he is. But it like that kind of blew my mind because mm-hmm. I grew like forever was thinking of Tom Hanks as the like, you know, Lovable Captain Dad, Sully yeah. or, or yeah. But it yeah, it's either like a, a drama, like sad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a green mile yeah. type thing. Um but not or like the the main if not action like you know protagonist or whatever Ryan or yeah something like that yeah the terminal like yeah. stuff like that um huge action movie the terminal <laughs> <laughs> hey there's planes in it will he get to the terminal you'll have to find out this summer how many meals on platters is he gonna get yeah will he meet up with Catherine zeta jones again when is he gonna get his passport? Only one way to find out. Will Stanley tu- was it Stanley Tucci? Was it? Is he the air like the guy who like runs the I airport? Don't remember. Will, St- will Stanley Tucci keep him out of the airport? <laughs> but yeah, that that's a good question. I think there's lots of them, but those are the yeah. ones that are popping up in my mind. I'm sure there's some women actors as well. I don't think so. That I- they're so one-dimensional. Half of them don't know how to laugh and yeah. are not funny anyway. And so. can't tell jokes. I mean, that's for sure. Anyways, turn it, tune into the Joe Rogan experience to really get some insight. Ew. <laughs> we don't name that name here. The boop, boop, boop. <laughs> she, he who shall not, the new version. Yeah. He who shall not be named point three. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a Harry Potter movie where Joe Rogan is the, <laughs> the Voldemort. The Voldemort. <laughs> just like a disgusting photo of Joe Rogan, like sunbathing or something. And just like. He's not even in the movie. It's just like a photo of Joe Rogan. He is drinking weird shit to stay alive. So he's on. Yeah, he is on. He's not far fetched. He is on some weird shit that, like, when he's like seventy, his body's gonna be a mess. Anyways, this is this is throwback to school. Your favorite podcast. This is throwback to school. Not Joe Rogan. This is not the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At throwback to school. Check out our Patreon, boobies. Yeah, we'll uh, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.